0: Support for this episode and the following message comes from Premier Eye Institute. With the beginning of the new school year, we are seeing many children not going to school but taking class virtually. This means more and more screen time. How does all this screen time affect our eyes? Blue light from electronic devices can have many effects on our eyes as well as our overall health. Blue lights can cause many eye diseases and are known to disrupt sleep. Premier Eye Institute is currently doing a back-to-school blue-ray glasses sale. Blue blocker glasses without prescription are $59.99 and blue blocker glasses with prescription are $99.99. Certain restrictions apply and this deal cannot be used with insurance. If you mention two brothers in their sports, 50% of the proceeds will go to prevent blindness North Carolina. Premier Eye Institute cares about you and your eye health. Visit them at 2531 East Lion Station Road, Creedmoor, North Carolina, where your vision is their vision. their sports podcast. Our topics this week are the Lakers vs. Trailblazers playoff series, Fernando Tatis Jr. hitting a grand slam against the Rangers in the 8th inning while the Padres were up by 7 runs, the NFL allowing refs to opt out of the 2020-2021 season, and the 76ers being down 2-0 against the Boston Celtics in the first round of the playoffs. But first, we talk about the Lakers vs. Trailblazers playoff series. Okay, so a few days ago, the Trailblazers beat the um, Los Angeles Lakers, and I think this because I believe that the um, Trailblazers will lose the series, but the Lakers will not sweep. I think that the Trailblazers will win the series. Actually, um, the Lakers—they don't have a defined closer. Their um, their Ray Rondo is an okay player. He's out. I don't know if they're when they're going to get him back. It's a rough timeline for his thumb. Plus, we don't know if he's going to get injured again with his hand. Probably not. We hope not. But um, Damian Willard is just so lethal. No one can guard him. The Lakers don't have someone that can guard him. Danny Green is their only good defensive player. So, not only good, but the only person that has a chance of um, playing defense against him. And he's not even like the defensive player he used to be. But they still have AD, who didn't have that good of a game, but still, he's very good. They have AD. They also have... An amazing player in LeBron, obviously. Some people call him the GOAT. And then they have... um, They still have Kyle Kuzma, who's not bad. They also have... um, They have Danny Green, like you said. Rajon Rondo. Um, So they're not a bad team. Alex Caruso plays hard. He's a good player. But they're not a bad team. They just really need to... They really need to step it up. They, They need their offense to be better. They were 1... AD and LeBron were 1 for 10 um, from the three-point line. That's 10%, and that's only three points with both of them combined. Yeah. That's like nothing. So, the, um, the Trailblazers have a very good team, though. They have an emerging Gary Trent, as um, a lot of people are talking about him. He emerged when he hit that three-pointer um, in clutch time. And then, not only that, but... They have Damian Lillard, a rising superstar, he was mocked, um, he was mocked against the um, Clippers, but he is still a superstar, he's rising, and CJ McCollum, that duo, Dame CJ McCollum, is amazing, and when you throw in Nurkic, who's a really good big man, you have an amazing team right there. Yeah, so um, I think that the yes, the Blazers are a good team, but there's no way that they win the series they're, they're, they, aren't. They aren't going to get swept, obviously, since they already beat. They already won one game, but they aren't going to win the series either. And I think maybe six games, or maybe even seven. Um, I think that the Trailblazers will win um, four to two. They'll win. Um, it'll go to Game Six, and the Trailblazers will win Game Six. But um, I don't think the Lakers. They have to just shoot the ball better overall. The um, Damian Lillard is lethal everywhere, and anywhere he shoots, he can shoot logo shots. He can, he can bank some shots in from so like Steph Curry. He's like the old Steph Curry that we used to know before Steph Curry got injured. He he's emerging into that, and he's not Steph Curry right now, but he can make those type of shots, and that's the type of player he's turning into. So Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a home run. A grand slam to be specific, while the Padres were up by seven runs. So I'll also note, two days after this, he stole third while the Padres were up 6-0 in another game. And um, when he hit the grand slam, it was in the eighth inning against the um, Rangers. So it's really hard. Both of these are very controversial, his steal, stealing third and his grand slam. But a couple, uh, 30 years ago, or 20, 30 years ago, the Yankees were up 6-0, and one of their players stole second to th- second to third. He was ridiculed for it, and the Yankees ended up losing the game in extra innings. So, they're, knowing, obviously, no one can tell the future, so you don't know what you're going to have to do to win the game. The other team could rally and come back, and you have no way of knowing. Yeah, so I believe that this was a fine move. Once you get to 15 runs, then you probably should let it down a little. But like you said, how do you know what's going to happen? How do you know how many sco- runs are going to score? What if they make this a game again? You don't know that. So you you shouldn't be... Maybe the mercy rule that you should stop like scoring as, much as, as hard as you can is at 15. There was once a game that went up to 30s. So they have to understand this is going to have to happen. You're going to have to do that because you want a comfortable lead. If you're at 7, let's say you're up by 7, they could just hit maybe a grand slam or just keep knocking runs in and then a homer and it's a game again. And you don't want that to happen. You want to secure your game. Yeah, and the Astros, they, um, someone on Twitter made Fernando Titus Jr. apologize for hitting a grand slam. But the Astros cheated and no one made them apologize. That doesn't even make sense. Fernando Titus Jr. is playing the game the right way. Askers cheat, and he's not even cheating that we know of. So you're making him apologize for something that someone, something worse happened, and you're making him apologize for something that was not as bad. That doesn't even make any sense. He's just trying to play the game the way he grew up, and the way he... he, The way he's supposed to. Yeah, the way he's just trying to win the game. No one does this intentionally. No one does this on purpose. No one... Obviously, no one would try to hurt the other team on purpose. You're just trying to win the game. And so when... When you're up that much as we just said you don't know when you're gonna win how much you're gonna win by and you don't know if the team is gonna make it close so you have to try and get as much as as much lead as possible and it's a really hard topic because the um it's a really hard topic because you don't there's no point of where to stop teams don't know when to stop and or if they stop too early then if they stop too early then they don't know if the other team's gonna make a comeback yeah so like we were saying, we believe this is acceptable, but once you get to a certain point, you should probably stop. Now we're going to talk about the NFL allowing refs to opt out of the twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one season. I think that this is acceptable. They're actually doing something that I think no other no other league has done. They're letting the actual real rest the ones who make the game decisions, the big decisions. They're letting them choose whether they want to be in or whether they want to be out. Maybe they don't like the risks and they want to stay with their family. It's all about whether you got to make the choice. They're giving the refs the power. But I don't think there's going to be too many refs that opt out because this is going to be a historic season. A nice season. And I bet that the refs like their job being able to ref for the NFL. It's pretty nice. Yeah, so five on-field referees and two replay referees opted out that's a total right now seven um and if you opt out you're guaranteed thirty thousand dollars and your job in 2021 so if you opt out there's you'll lose a little bit of money obviously but you'll still you're still guaranteed a little bit and your job for the next year and you don't we don't know if it could affect um who the nfl picks for referees after that so I if I were one of these reps, reps, I would um, sit the season out because you don't know what this virus is. We don't know that much about it, even still after having it for five months in the United States and all around the world. It's been like six or seven months that we've had this virus, and we still don't know what that much about it. So we don't know if it could come back. We don't know if it's going to stay. We don't even know how it's being transferred. All we don't know all the things of how it's being transferred. So. These refs, I think, did the right thing. They're going to have to wear masks, just like the umpires in the MLB. They have to wear masks at all times, and um, they have to keep their distance from the players. And refs won't have a problem doing that. But if I were a ref, I would just sit the season out. You're guaranteed some um, some stuff to, keep to help your family, and you're um, guaranteed your job in the future. Yeah, I think that this is a really nice move. And the players also have this decision. So if they start seeing refs, maybe that'll influence them. But some players may think they're better than the rest. But I believe the refs are pretty happy and other refs are gonna be looking for other leagues to make the same decisions. Because they should be able to have to they should be able to have the choice to opt out. Anyone should have the choice to be able to opt out if they're the ones who's really doing whatever it is they're doing. Like maybe the owner's obviously not having a chance to opt out, but anyone that's involved and has a chance to get infected should have a way to opt out. Yeah, it's just a choice and it just makes people feel comfortable. If you're forcing people to come into the league and if they don't want to, it's just not a good look for you or the person, or the person that you're telling to come in. So it's good that a lot of these leagues are letting players opt out. Um, they should let refs opt out too. Their job is also on the field. Um, but speaking of which, the Canadian Football League um, just canceled their season. We don't know um, so much about that yet, but they canceled their season due to the COVID, obviously. And we don't know when it's going to come back. Canadian Football League, obviously, not as big as the NFL is, but a lot of players that um, didn't get into the NFL went to the CFL, just like um, Tim Tebow went to the CFL. A lot of players also come from the CFL, so it could harm NFL um, scouts. Look at the CFL. It could harm um, drafting next year free agent signings, and it's just a huge impact. COVID-19 is a huge virus. We do not know um pretty much anything about this virus so if um if the a big league like the Canadian Football League um canceled their whole season and some college football leagues are starting to um move their seasons to the um spring we don't know what this could mean for scouts and players that are trying to be drafted or signed now we're going to talk about the 76ers Versus Celtics and the 76ers are down 0-2 so um, The Celtics are up 2-0 against the 76ers. The 76ers have had a rough um, time in the bubble. They're, a lot of their players, Ben Simmons, they lost Ben Simmons. Um, Joel Embiid have to take a lot of rest in the first game but one player, there's, the Celtics have been led by Jaylen Brown and Jason Tatum and Jason Tatum has just been amazing in the bubble his first game against the Bucks was okay He had I think four points, but the last two games against the 76ers the first game He had 32 points 13 rebounds and one assist and three blocks and um, the second game he had 33 points five rebounds and five assists and he an hour he averaged 36 minutes in those two games he's playing that's three quarters, three full quarters he's playing. And he's be, he's becoming a star. Um, one of the announcers again in um, the second game said Jason Tatum sprinkling his stardust on the series. And that is actually very true. He's averaging 32.5 points, um, averaging nine rebounds and three assists. And um, one and a half blocks out of these two games. That's averaging... Um, very close to a double-double, and 36 minutes I should point out. So, he's doing a very good job um, in this series. He's really putting them on his back, he's, um, and Jalen Brown, they're both, they're a very dynamic duo, both very young, the Celtics team is very young. Jalen Brown, the first game, 39 minutes, 29 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. And the second game, 28 minutes, 20 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 block. So, both of them are doing very good, Jalen Brown averaging 24.5 points. So, both of them are taking this team on their back, their team is very young, and they're really exposing the weaknesses in the 76ers defense. Yeah, so, like we were saying, the Celtics young stars, Jalen Brown and um, Jason Tatum. And this is a very good element. For the Celtics, along with Gordon Hayward and Kemba Walker, the um, 76ers are very good, but Embiid and um, Ben Simmons do not work well together. I'm sorry, but they don't. They're both very good superstars. Maybe they can get someone better trade away. Embiid maybe, but I would rather trade away. um, Well, they just got got Tobias Harris um, last year. And he's, he's been, he was good last year, but this year he just hasn't been what he was last year on the Clippers. Yeah, so if they get a better player, another player that will work with Embiid other than Ben Simmons, then maybe they can really be a really good title contender. But right now, it's it, it's not going to happen. Yeah, and the Celtics had 128 points to 101 points, and obviously that's the final score. Kemba Walker also is contributing. He's 22 points. Marcus Smart is adapting the fourth, um, fourth player role behind um, Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. But this is a very young team, as I pointed out. They can get far two years ago without Kyrie and without Gordon Hayward. They made it to the Eastern Finals, and they lost against LeBron, obviously, who some people consider the GOAT. But that just shows how much talent this team has. Then they lost Kyrie um, this year. Um, Kyrie was injured all all season with the Nets. And then Gordon Hayward now is out for four weeks with an ankle sprain. So it's basically like two years ago. They have a third part, Kemba Walker, who is very... He's clutch. He can do a lot of stuff. He's like Damian Lillard except not as big. He's a star. He's not a superstar. So that can also contribute to the Celtics. Um, Joel Embiid had a very good outing last night um, and then Tobias Harris also, they're all contributing to this um, 76ers team Matisse Teibel and um, also Josh Robinson I mean Josh Richardson, they're all contributing to this team but they just need some some a third player that they need healthy they have Ben Simmons who is hurt, Joel Embiid as I just said and Joel Embiid is averaging um, Joe Embiid is averaging 30 points and 30, um, 35.5 minutes. So so this he's playing a significantly amount of min, a significant amount of minutes and he's their big man, but they need another big man and a third star to get this team off the ground and really get them to the Eastern Conference Finals. A reminder that support for this episode and the following message comes from Premier Eye Institute. With the beginning of the new school year, we are seeing many more children not going to school, but taking classes virtually. This means more and more screen time. How does all this screen time affect our eyes? Blue light from electronic devices can have many effects on our eyes as well as our overall health. Blue lights can cause many eye diseases and are known to disrupt sleep. Premier Eye Institute is currently doing a back-to-school Blu-ray glasses sale. Blue blocker glasses without prescription are $59.99, and blue blocker glasses with prescription are $99.99. Certain restrictions apply, and this deal cannot be used with insurance. If you mention two brothers and their sports, 50% of the proceeds will go to Prevent Blindness, North Carolina. Premier Eye Institute cares about you and your eye health. Visit them at 2531 East Lion Station Road, Creedmoor, North Carolina, where your vision is their vision. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Two Brothers in Their Sports podcast. Listen every week to hear the latest in the sports world and listen wherever you get your favorite podcast. Make sure to leave a review for what you want to hear as we check those daily and we may even feature your comment in the next episode. Thanks and have a great rest of your week. <laughs>